Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode one of Two Brown Dudes, uh, a comic section under, I guess, Nerd Dog Podcast. We got Kosh here and my friend and brother from another, Eric, who will hey. be doing this this stuff with me. Hey, what's up? I, I want to clarify, when we say two brown dudes, it's it's an Indian brown dude and a Mexican brown dude. Yes. So we're, not just, <laughs> we're not just some generic form of brown. Yeah. So. Yeah. You got some diversity up in here. <laughs> so um, I guess we should start off, you know, what... Uh, what comics mean to us uh, again my name is eric um comics are basically an escape you know when when life gets tough which it does you can always go to another world depending on your artist you can you have uh comedic stuff you have dramatic stuff uh, horror whatever you want it's there and these are all um original stories they're you know well thought out uh, thought provoking and uh and you know when you look at um some of the the movies and stuff like that, they're running yeah. out of ideas and they're starting to come to comics. Oh, yeah, so, definitely. You know, all the things we grew up with, starting to make shows. Yeah, you know. it's it's awesome to see them on the big screen uh, coming coming in like that. I mean, obviously we have all the Marvel stuff. Yeah. yeah that was yeah. The, one of the biggest things in DC, but now we got other smaller comics becoming shows and things like that, yeah. which is really fun to see. And yeah, comics are the same way to me. They're an escape. You know, like I like reading. But I have whenever I'm reading like a regular book, I have trouble picturing, which is weird because I draw on stuff, so I shouldn't. But <laughs> I have trouble. I'd have trouble picturing like everything. But you know, the comic, it's all right there, and I just really like it. And oh, comics are just easier to read to me as right. well. Yeah, and, and you know the art as well. You know, it's you know there's the story, but it's also something to look at. You know, yeah. there's, there's some panels where you just kind of kind of stop and take a little bit longer to look at them. You know? and it's, it's it's a great feeling. So yeah. Um, so like, what was the stigma for you when you were growing up? Uh, you mean like, like, so I grew up in Edmond and you know, a, a comic book isn't something that I would carry around. At, at oh, school. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but now it's like, it's not a big deal. It's, it'd be pretty normal. Yeah. So, um, for me back then. Yeah. It was something that you wouldn't carry around. You definitely get made fun of. Cause I went to Putnam city. Uh, to Lake Park, Western Oaks, and Putnam City West. Oh, okay. And then I went to Mustang. <laughs> so that, that says a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both places, you don't, yeah, I wouldn't have uh, carried around comics. I remember in high school, it wasn't a comic, it was a manga. It was the initial D manga, the right. racing manga. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. that. So, like, the library, you could check out manga. Yeah. But I would make sure no one was there when yeah. I would check those things. So I'd go, like, during lunch when no one's there. Yeah, we had a, we had a friend, our mutual friend, uh, D'Angelo. He would carry on manga. Shit. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. He definitely got made fun of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. But among other things. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think movies have kind of changed that stigma. You, you know, definitely. You look, at, you look at Marvel. You look at DC. Um, you know, it's it's way more um, accessible accessible to um, to the average person. Yeah. You know, so carrying around a comic today in high school, maybe you'll get a little bit of something for it. But I feel like if you were to go to high school today. You'd see, you know, out of a thousand kids, you'd see at least ten with a book. Right? Oh, definitely. So, um, I think that's changed. It's easier. It's not. It's not as taboo to like read comics anymore, which I think is 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 huge. You know. Yeah, I think it's awesome because the more people that get into it, I feel like the more stuff we get out of it. Yeah. For fans. Absolutely. Anyways, so um, some of our favorite comics. Um, I guess I could start with writers. You know, I've got uh, Tinian. Yeah, go for it. Kyle Higgins, who I actually met 
last weekend. Uh, oh yeah, you went to the you went to the Fan Expo. Yeah, yeah, he in was, Dallas. He was really cool. So I had my wife make this shirt, and it's got um, the uh, radiant black logo on it. And I okay. knew nobody else would have that. Yeah. She did it with like a permanent vinyl. And I'm sitting there in line, ready to meet him. And he he sees my shirt. He points it out, and he goes, "Oh, hey." And I, you know, I like a dumbass. I just get this big smile on my face. Yeah. Anyway, I go up there and I have him sign. <laughs> oh, who would it? You're right. And I have him like uh, sign a couple things. And I was like, "Hey, would you mind signing my shirt?" He's like, "No, no, no." And he tells his assistant or his publicist or whatever that he's going to do that for free or whatever. You know, they they charge like it's like five bucks. For yeah. The signature, whatever. It's fine. It's their time. You know. Exactly. And uh, so he's sitting there signing my chest and. He was like, how do I do this? I was like, I don't know, dude. It's, it's only weird if you make it weird. Yeah. And, he, and he just busts out laughing, yeah. puts his head on the table. Anyway, he's a cool dude. And that's the thing. Like, a lot of these writers, are, they're just like us. They have families. Yeah. And uh, an awesome segue would be uh, Tom King, who I've not met. But I at one point, he was like a uh, high-ranking CIA official. Yes, I love Tom King. Yeah, and like he, he writes like all this stuff that's – a lot of it's espionage. Yeah. And – I'm like, dude, the government's definitely watching this. Yeah. <laughs> the government has to be yeah. reading this comic. Because that's all Grace it was, which yeah. is one of my favorite comics. Yeah, it's, and then he's, yeah, just him being a CIA agent. Yeah, he's I mean, he's phenomenal. Uh Brian Azzarello is probably my favorite writer. His is more of like your hard boiled, uh, hard edge type of writing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you like kind of darker stuff. Um, you know, without a censor, he's he's the way to go. What what stuff has he wrote? Do you remember? Uh, so my favorite series ever behind why the last man is going to be his run on wonder woman oh yeah okay i remember so, now. yeah yeah so he takes wonder woman and he makes it like a uh, a greek mythology thing so all your greek gods oh, and goddesses are in i'll there. have to read that i love and, that kind of stuff yeah and he he tears it up um i've got the omnibus on that it's like 150 bucks but it, i mean it's thick um so thick thick uh rick remender he writes uh deadly class um, they got a show on sci-fi and it was canceled after one season. I don't know. You know how that show Yeah. Goes. Well, it uh, was sci-fi, so I'm not surprised. Right. Yeah. <laughs> didn't they, wasn't there a period like two years ago where they'd start a really good show? And yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. That's all you guys get? Pretty much. Yeah. Were they responsible for Firefly too? No, I think that was Fox. Fox is another uh, place gotcha. that cancels everything. <laughs> uh, another favorite writer of mine is uh, Robert Kirkman. He did, uh, I'm trying to figure out which one I should say first. Uh, I'm going to say Invincible. That's going to be the more modern one. Yeah. He also wrote The Walking Dead. Um, and then Neil Gaiman, uh, obviously, is another writer who 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 does excellent work. So who are some of your you know? I, I love Neil Gaiman as well. So, so some of the ones were saying like uh, Tom King. And is it James Tyrion? Is that how you say his name? Tinian? Tinian. Sorry. I'm pretty sure it's I can't read my own handwriting. It's Tinian the Fourth. Yeah, Tinian the Fourth. Yeah. The Fourth. We should specify. Yeah. I love his stuff. Um, Brian K. Vaughn, though, is probably one of my favorites because that's Brian K. Vaughn. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Not K. Vaughn. Yeah. (laughs) He wrote wrote Saga, which is probably the first series I read all the way through, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. Yeah. We'd have to have our own podcast just on Saga. Yeah, because it's like I'm working my way through it, but I've heard there's some twists in there. Yeah, you know, and again, what we're talking about today is going to be Why the Last Man, which he also wrote. Yeah, he also wrote that. That was I recently wrote that. You told me to get read that, and Mm. I pretty much power read it before the series started, so I can watch the series. Yeah, and it was weird because I kind of told you like I told you the big twist. 
Yeah. Before you read it, because uh, you were like, yeah, you can tell me. I was like, okay, cool. And so I told you, and then you ended up reading it. And I was pretty shocked. I was yeah. like, it's, it's kind of a big thing. But yeah. It still pissed me off when I came to it, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we won't go into that. Yeah. But, um, you know. Yeah, we'll keep it spoiler free on here because we don't want we don't want because stuff like that's fun to find out on your own. So, right, yeah. Um, yeah, you mentioned Tom King. Um, yeah, Kieran Gillian. He read he wrote the Vader series, and I'm just a huge Star Wars Vader right, fan. Right. So was that was that the newer run? No, the older one. Okay. So that the, that's the one where um, like within the last ten years or yeah yeah okay, so okay, like okay. 2010 onwards I can't remember the exact it was like 2011 to 12 I think it was, so, it was four trades right so was this Dark Horse Vader or Marvel Vader Marvel Vader oh okay 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 yeah so, so those are actually worth quite a bit if you, yeah if you had like one or two yeah you they know are I, mean? I looked so. them up and I just have the trade so but oh, okay. yeah the actual single ones are worth quite a bit of money yeah especially yeah. the one where it's called Vader Down. And it's a, it's a it's a super famous panel about Vader, and he crashes on a planet while he's trying to go through while he's trying to find like Luke or something. Right. And um, when he lands, like Rebel forces surround him. Yeah. And they're like, uh, "Drop your what?" He they're talking to Vader. They like, drop your weapon. Uh, you're surrounded. And then he like he, all all he says is, "All I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men." And then he turns on his lightsaber. The panel just cuts. And it goes nice. to whoever the next character, but... What the hell, bro? You've never told me about that. Have I, I not? I thought I have. Oh, I would have read that. Yeah, it's really good. You should <laughs> check it out. Yeah, I'll add it to my list. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good one. I have all four if you want to borrow them. <laughs> but yeah, that's really good. Um, you get you get more insight into Vader. That's why I like it, because I felt like the movies and stuff didn't give too much into Vader. You get to kind of know him more. Right. So, which I really like. Uh, then we got uh, Matt Fraction, I think is his name. Yeah, Hawkeye. He made the, the My Life as a Weapon. So I think that's the the series that the show is going to be based off of. Right. So um, that's the one with like the all the covers are like purple. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that is like one of the most highly ranked runs. Uh, but I'm a Green Arrow guy, so I'd feel kind of bad. If yeah, you know. I felt bad too because I'm also a Green Arrow guy. <laughs> right. But uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm on the second trade. I read through the second trade, and it's right. it's really good. And when I saw the trailer for Hawkeye, I was like, oh, mm. yeah, that's it. That's the one they're using. Yeah. So. Like him, uh, Jeff Loeb, only because of Hush. Right. I'm a big Hush fan. Uh, let's see. And we should clarify, Hush, you mean Batman. Yeah, right? Batman Hush. Yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely a must read. And then finally, uh, Warren Ellis, who wrote Planetary. Right. And uh, I got both volumes. Right. I'm rereading like, them. I feel like we're missing a writer. I think we should talk about Garth Ennis. He's a little bit more of a dark guy, but he wrote The Boys. Oh, yeah. Um, the, if you're going to read The Boys, it's not for the faint of heart. So no, it's not. <laughs> it's. Uh, I feel like the show is mild compared to the <laughs> the comic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's a um, what is it? There's a like a a run. There's like a two issue thing, and it's about hero gasm. And uh, I'll I'll let you guys use your yeah use your imagination on that yeah, one. Yeah, so it's like an island of superheroes and a bunch of chicks. So, yeah, and the vice president's there too. So <laughs> <laughs> can't forget that. Yeah. So um. Yeah, so one of the things, I think the reason we kind of thought about this podcast is it's it's really hard to jump into comics. I feel yeah. Like. like, if you go into a comic book store today, I mean, it's wall-to-wall comic books, new, old, and a lot of times when you go in there, you're not going to find very many um, number ones, right? Yep. So, you know, in that scenario, you would go, okay, well, I can pick up trades, um, but I, I want to encourage listeners to go into a comic book store. If it's a good comic book store... You can find the owner and say, hey, 
here's what I like to read. Here's what I want. Um, you know, whether it's superhero stuff or indie stuff, which I'm a huge fan of, um, the, the owner or the employee there should be able to help you like narrow it down. And a lot of times, at least at New World, right? yeah, uh, it's kind of a plug there. Um, Buck, who's the owner, like he'll, you know, he'll give you this big series and don't quote me for it, but if you don't like it, you can bring it back and pick something else up. Yeah. So that's what you kind of want to look for in your local comic book shop. Yeah, Buck's like, the one who told me about Planetary. It was free comic book day, I think he told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, hey, we have this off. You should buy this one. And that's the reason I got into it. Yeah. As he explained, he did a really good job explaining it too without yeah. spoiling anything. Man, you know what? And in New World, he's got like, Three or four people there that know their stuff. Yeah. Like I've picked up some some things that I never thought I would like yeah. from them. Um, uh, Southern Bastards is one. So I'm a huge football fan, and I told one of his employees that he's like, "Oh, dude, I've got this." And maybe we'll do an episode on that. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Like it, it's not easy to get um, into comics necessarily. It's not easy to go into a store for the first time. So yeah, it's really it's definitely intimidating because I remember. I was into comics when I was younger, like right. teenager, high school, but then I stopped when I got to college, and then I didn't get back into it until I met you. And one day you're like, hey, let's go to a comic book store, and it was New <laughs> World. We ended up going to New World, yeah. and I was like, man, there's a lot of comics there, because the one I went to was a door, but it was like a tiny shop. Yeah, was that Speeding Bullet? Or? Yeah, I think so, something like that. Yeah. And uh, and then before that, I can't remember, there's one around here in Mustang for a while that I went to, but that one was small too. Yeah. We walked into New World, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff here, but yeah, it can be really intimidating. Even like when I go in now, I'm still like, oh shit, what should I get? Yeah. You know, yeah, even after doing it for so many years. And typically they'll have everything divided up. There's like a DC wall, Indie yeah. wall, Image, uh, Dark Horse, Boom, Marvel, and then they'll have one wall that's this week's uh, New Comics. So yeah. I should clarify, uh, every Wednesday is New Comic Book Day. So if you want to yep. go in uh, and find a number one, you can do that. Um, but essentially, what we want to do on this podcast is help people kind of get into things. You know, what what we're reading, what we've read and love. Uh, we're not going to steer you wrong. We're going to yeah. give you, you know, the good shit. Oh, so. yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> uh, usually, at least I know all of our recommendations come from pretty thorough research. And we've read them, too. Like, if right. we don't like it, we're like, nah, we're yeah. not going to suggest that. Right, absolutely. And and so here's the thing. Yes, you can get them in person, the single issues. Um, it's It's not a cheap hobby. Keep that in mind. Yeah. If, you get, if you get trades, it's pretty easy. So a trade is is essentially just five comic books, right? Five uh, yeah. comics in the series so far, and they put it into one, uh, typically, uh, paperback. Yeah. And sometimes they have hardcover. And, but that's what a trade is. So for all of our new people to comics, a trade is that. So yeah. It's just a collected uh, Yeah, the, it'll, it'll say on there, collected. Like, if you turn over... It's like collected issues one through five, yeah. five through ten, whatever it is. Yeah, and typically a trade is what anywhere between ten to twenty bucks. Yeah, it just if depends it, on the trade. Yeah, and if it's really good, it's thirty. Yeah. So you just do the math on it: three bucks for an issue, four bucks for an issue. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at math, but I'm yeah. sure the listeners are. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think a single issue is any yeah from three to four dollars. Yeah. Like if you just get the one. Yeah. Dude, yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I went to uh, the store today. They had Spider-Man eight seventy-five. It was ten bucks. Wow. But it was like thick, dude. Two C's. Yeah. <laughs> and if you get a number one, like, and it's like something that's really good, try and take care of it because chances are it's going to be worth some money someday. Right. I'm going to say don't try. I'm going to say yeah. just fucking do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because, don't talk about it. Just do it. Dude, see, we just, we're just we just so passionate about comics. It's hard to stay on topic. There was on eBay the other day, it was 
it was a fantastic four issue and it was graded at like a 4.0 so nine nine point eight being the highest which is pretty much mint yeah it was graded at a 4.0 and it was like an old school comic it was selling for 12 grand on ebay jeez it was like it was only a four yeah wow like, yeah, dude probably wiped his ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. just take care of your comics, uh, number one. And then there's things called key issues. So like um, there's a, a Moon Knight that came out not too long ago, and they introduced a brand new character. Um, those are your key issues. So you want to hang on to those. Um, you know, and, and your, your local comic book guy will tell you that. I wouldn't go in there and be like, hey, I'm trying to buy these just to resell them. Yeah, don't do but, that. <laughs> You know, you can ask him, hey, what's going on in this series right now? What's going on in that series right now? You know, so again, comic book stores are your friend. They're not your enemy. Uh, definitely visit them. And uh, I want to point out, I use Comixology quite a bit. Mm-hmm. There's a lot yeah, of do. there's a lot of trades and uh, issues that are hard to get or out of print. Yeah. Um, so the only way you're going to get them is digitally. So, yeah. you know, they have a lot of sales. I mean, they got a bunch of free stuff. If you get an account. Yeah. Comixology has a, they also a have different discounts. sale. Yeah. yeah. Like every two weeks. Yep. I, I know on Batman day, they had 83% off of everything. Batman. Yeah. So y- that's one of those things you're like, fuck. And then you've dropped like, yeah. 40 <laughs> like bucks. 200. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So it happens. It's good. You'll read through it. Um, I remember last comic book day. I didn't come with you guys this year, but it was the one before where yeah. I got planetary. Yeah. I dropped like 250 bucks or something crazy yeah. like that. Yeah, last the last free comic book day, yeah. Donist dropped, uh, I think he dropped like 300 Jeez. And he, you he just, was, it's just like, oh, I want that, I want that. You yeah, know, it just, it yeah. just. Yeah, and you read them all too. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, you don't have to read them all at once. You can read it a little bit before you go to bed. Yeah. Or that's, that's typically what I do. Same like here. An hour before I go to bed. So, um, yeah, and they have this thing at comic book stores called previews. I think it's like five bucks, but that will tell you like what's coming out. It'll give you a little summary, uh, the cost, uh, things like that. You can also use, um, what's this app called? It's called Comic Geeks. I was pulling that up. Yeah, Comic Geeks. Yeah. It's an app you can get Android and iOS. works on both. Yeah. So basically, you just you can go through. You can just tap this little search bar. There's a search bar. Uh, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, and you can say, like when you go to the search bar, there's going to be recent picks, upcoming number ones, community favorites. This is like a tool that I wish I would have had like years ago. Yeah, it's amazing. You, yeah, you told me about it, and it's yeah, I, I've it's added so much. Changer. Yeah, I've added so much stuff on there since I downloaded it. Yeah, it's a game changer. And so every Wednesday, uh, you'll get like a notification if you turn it on, which you should. Um, and it'll say uh, pull collection for the day. Yeah. And it'll tell you how much you should spend um, if you get everything that's on that list. Yeah. It has a breakdown of everything. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So I got uh, something is killing the children number 20. I'll click on it. 12 of 12 liked it. 4.4 average rating. Uh, it'll show you the variants, the characters in it. Uh, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, and it shows you all kinds of different writers, illustrate everything. Everything's yeah. on there. Yeah, and then so once you you pick up your comics, you can just put uh, instead of, you'll click from pull it, you'll go have it, unclick pull it, and then close, and it's yeah. added to your database of yeah. comics. Yeah, it even has like older comics. So I added a bunch of older comics that I'm still going through, and uh, it just yeah. helps me like keep track of. Dude, I need like eight hours. Yeah, <laughs> I spent I, like an hour today just adding yeah. all the comics that I hadn't read through yet. Yeah. Yeah, that, that. I mean, if you're new to comics, definitely do it because you'll know what you have. Yeah. But, um, but I went through the other day all of my comics and I had like, I don't know, like 150. Yeah, I yeah, went you have a bunch of comics. And I found some of the valuable ones. Like I have the first, um, 
Appearance of the Red Hood. Oh, yeah, that one is... Yeah, and I'm sending it off to get graded. I just joined um, CGC. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we'll we'll let the listeners know, like, how that works. Yeah. Um, And then I've got the first appearance of Zoom. Oh, Uh, yeah, that one's... So Flash is... That one's cool, because I love Zoom. And then I've got... uh, Another one is I've got the third appearance of Harley Quinn, which is pretty big, because her like first appearances are like really minor and then yeah. her actual major one her first appearance was uh in the adventures of batman so you know that that show that we grew up watching yeah yeah they had a comic and that was her very first appearance oh okay i didn't know that so i mean i mean we can look up how much that sells for but it it's it's not cheap so yeah. again if you buy comics take care of them uh it's pretty safe investment yeah uh, again on those key issues i won't say that they all are yeah because some of them yeah, it, yeah they may not be worth anything yeah so what you're looking for is number ones uh really major events if they kill off characters if they introduce characters things yeah. like that so um yeah so let's let's get into it we've got uh two books that we're gonna kind of preview today yes um we're gonna go spoiler free right yeah spoiler free okay do we need to say that a couple times is that a is that a podcast thing no we said it now so we should be good okay if we're gonna drop a spoiler we should probably say it (laughs) (laughs) turn this shit down for like 10 seconds yeah Yeah, so uh, first one up is we've got Something is Killing the Children. Uh, Boom Studios um, is the, uh, what would you call that? The, the uh, publisher. Publisher, publisher. Yeah. yeah. What a dumbass. I was about to say producer. Me, the dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Produ- I would have called you a dumbass. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> we both dumbasses. Uh, so Something is Killing the Children came out in like 2019, I think. Yeah. And I just, before I read the synopsis, I want to say that the first issue, keep this in mind, came out one year ago. Yeah. Mint condition graded. I think they're selling for about fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. So you you went. But that's from, a that's a four dollar issue right there. Yes. Four. <laughs> yeah. I don't know percentages because yeah. I'm dumb as shit. But, but damn. Yeah. Yeah. Again, take care of your comics. Yes. Um. So here's the synopsis. Uh. When the children of Archer's Peak begin to go missing, everything seems hopeless. Most children never return, but the ones that do have terrible stories, impossible stories of terrifying creatures that live in the shadows. Their only hope of finding and eliminating the threat is the arrival of a mysterious stranger, one who believes the children and claims to see what they can see. Her name is Erica Slaughter. She kills monsters. That is all she does. And she bears the cost because it must be done. And that's that's from Boom Studios themselves. Yeah. Um, and it was announced as a five-issue limited series in June 2019. But people loved it so much that they made a, a continuing continuing thing is now up to 20 issues like you, yeah. like you said. Yeah, and I bought the 20th one today and yeah. I'm only like 5 issues in. Yeah, I think I read 15, so I got to I got to watch yeah. read those other 3. Yeah, we were supposed to read the first trade and Koshal decided <laughs> to fucking read 10 more yeah. issues without me. And I, and I, and I spoiled so. two characters for him, so that's my bad. <laughs> so. Uh but luckily I didn't say anything past that. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but that's the beauty of comics, Yeah, you know? I just I just got so hooked onto it. I yeah. I read it all in one I I laid down in my bed. At like twelve o'clock at midnight. Yeah, and I read every single one. Wow. I was up to like two thirty. Son of a bitch! Did <laughs> you even feel guilty? I did the next morning. <laughs> Dude, I I can't tell you how many times that's happened. Yeah, like Invin- it was, it's Invincible so was one of those for me. Like I said, I read. I was telling you before the show, I read uh, sixteen hundred pages in like two weeks. Now for a comic, that's fast. So yeah. Um. So has it? Been nominated for anything? Or? Oh, yeah, it has. Sorry. It's been nominated. For, it was nominated for Best New Series at the 2020 Eisner Awards. So it's just nominated. It didn't win. Oh, fuck, did it not win? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Well, uh, I mean, you know, that's 
that's pretty insane that it didn't win. Yeah. Um, but again, that first issue is is kind of uh, kind of a toss up. You know, yeah. it leaves you kind of like, well, what the hell's going on? So I guess I can see that. Uh, yeah. So uh, I looked it up. Best new series was won by Invisible Kingdom. Uh, okay. Uh, it's Dark Horse, so it's 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 definitely indie. Um, um, but yeah, that's you know one of those things. There's so many comics. Um, we'll do our best to steer you the right way, but we're going pretty much off of like the big hitters. Yeah, right? pretty you much. I mean, and I, I guarantee you, everything that we tell you guys about is going to get its own show or movie at some point. Yeah, you know, or animated series, whatever it is. Yeah, it'll, it'll have something. Yeah, writing always finds a way. You know, good writing will always find its way to the silver or big screen. So. Yeah. Um, so it's written by James Tinian the Fourth. Um, he wrote uh, the New Fifty Two relaunch of Batman. He's done Talon, Red Hood, and the Outlaws, uh, Batman Eternal, The Eighth Seal, uh, a really weird one. They did a Batman Ninja Turtles crossover. Yeah, which that's, is, that's when I found out Ninja Turtles was DC. Yeah, which I didn't. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then uh, Detective Comics, Batman, yeah. which uh, Detective Comics has been running for so long. Yeah. Uh, so if you like mystery and you want to get into Batman, that's where I would go. Yeah. And that's typically what I read, and that's what I had growing up. So. I saw one when I was on the Comic Geeks app. It yeah. shows you the the run, and there's one. Det- I, they obviously they started a new one later, but the I don't know if it was the original run, but one of the runs was from like 1964 to like 2005 or something crazy yeah. like that. Yeah. So uh, the issues I had were like uh, I want to say it was like 2000 or 2003. So growing up, my uncle used to buy me comics. He would just pull them, right? Oh, okay. So it was part of his subscription, and then I'd go to like my grandma's, and he would. He would have them there. Oh, right? nice. Yeah. So, and I, I took care of them. I pulled them out of the box. Well, my mom was like, hey, I've got these comics. Do you want them or should I sh- throw them away? I was like, oh, I'll come get them. And I went through them and they're all like 9.8s, 9.6. Nice. I don't have any that are bad. Um, anyway. Um, so it's illustrated by Jesus. Not Jesus, but <laughs> Werther, <laughs> Werther Del Eldera. Yes. Um. So, okay, so there's, let's clarify, there's illustrators, they are going to draw everything, yep. right? And then you've got your inkers, Yeah. you've got different cover artists typically, and then they'll do like different variants. So a variant is like, okay, there's cover A, and then there's a variant, which is, um, let me explain this correctly. There are, the, the publisher will be like, hey, they'll ask an artist, hey, will you do a alternate cover for us? And typically when you go to a store, those are going to be the ones that sell out first. Um, but there are also some comic book shops, like really big ones. Yeah. And they'll ask like a local artist. And so that one will be um, specific to that comic book shop. Yeah, I was seeing some of that when I was looking up these uh, illustrators and stuff. They, they have big comic book, like they'll be like, hey, go to this guy. And- yeah. Yes. That. So we met David Sanchez at that fan expo, and that's what he was telling us how he did it. He, and so as an artist, you've got to apply for these things. And he okay. said he kept getting denied, getting denied, and they asked him to do uh, Something is Killing Children, uh, The Last Ronin, oh. which Donna Scott, and he got yeah. it signed. We took pictures with him and everything. And then I got uh, The Me You Love in the Dark, which... Um, you know, it was excellent. And I was gone, so I didn't pick up the second issue of that, which I kind of regret. So uh, I think that's one of those that could definitely make it onto this show. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so and then so you've got your, your writer, you've got your illustrator, 
uh, you've got your inkers, the cover artists, and then there's colorists. Yeah. So, and then this one was colored by uh, Miguel Muerto, which is a really cool name. Muerto means dead. Oh, dead okay. Guy. Yeah, so <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, and nice. so, like, they they all work for different studios, like Boom, DC, Vault, yeah. uh, IDW, uh, Image, and there's, you know, there's all kinds, so. Yeah, and, like, the same writer and stuff can work for multiple studios, so. Right. Like, they're not necessarily tied to one right but and typically they, they they typically stay with yeah them. like if you're at marvel or dc you're typically doing one or the yeah other. exactly uh, it's not always the case but, yeah you know and so it, the way it'll work is like an artist will do a run for uh like so my brian Azarella's wonder woman that was a three-year run uh, not, okay. every, not everybody lasts three years and so yeah. sometimes you'll have this the series that you really love and just like shows and all this other stuff, it, it won't come to completion. Or if it does, it's somebody else finishing it. And that's one of my big pet peeves in, in comics is like when they change artists like 12 issues into that. Yes, yeah, that annoys me. Oh, I dude. hate it. Especially if the previous artist was really good and yeah, the other yeah, one's yeah. like, you know, doesn't measure up. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel bad saying this, yeah. but like there was a Riverdale comic. And I think Cliff Chang did it. Cliff Chang did Wonder Woman with Brian Azzarello, so he's awesome. And they fucking changed it. And I was like, I'm not reading this. Yeah, I can't. But yeah, I can. I can yeah. understand that. I, we should probably edit out the uh, that I read Riverdale, but you know, <laughs> it, it is it, it is what it is. It's okay. <laughs> so let's get back into something. I watched still. the show, so there you go. <laughs> we we watched. Oh show. yeah, we did. So um, let's get back into it. So who are some of these characters in this book? So we got uh, the main character, the protagonist. Right? Did I say, is that the right word? Yeah, yes. I think so. Erica Slaughter, she's the monster killer. I think you mentioned her in the uh, synopsis. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, she's pretty badass. I mean, she's a monster killer. So. Yeah, and so when she first comes in, she's she's pretty mysterious. Yeah. And it looks like she knows exactly what the hell she's doing. Yep. Now, does she look thrilled about it? As she's no, doing she it? looks pissed off the entire time. She's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be here. Yeah, and then so there's someone contacting her. She's got this phone, and every time it rings, she just yells, she doesn't yeah. yell, but she's just like, fuck. Yeah. So, I, you know, that's one of those things. Like, when you read this comic, uh, it's not all up front. You know, it's like, it's like a fishing line. Yeah, know? exactly. Like they're yeah, they, they're yeah, reeling they keep, you in little yep. by little. Yeah, they, yeah. there's little things that, that, that just, that's what kept me going that night, is that there's little things that keep <laughs> showing. And I was like, well, I want to know what that yeah. is. Yeah, they got a big fish. Yeah. <laughs> so, who else we got? We got James, and he's the... So he's the one of the kids that survived the monster attack. So he was like, you know, yeah. telling these ghost stories and stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So he's 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 they're like in a cave or something. Yeah, something like that. They're no, in no, the no. Woods. They're, they're in the woods. Yeah, right? because they were in his house and they right. they're doing truth or dare or something. That's right. That's and they right. end up going outside as the dare or something like that. Yeah. And then they, yeah, they end up in the woods. Yeah. And so they love this kid's stories. He's a really good storyteller. And uh, no spoilers, obviously, something happens to the children. You yeah. Know, as, as, the, as the title says. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And he's the sole survivor yes. of that, that event. Yeah. And so these monsters, they don't really, you know, boy, girl, they don't really care. So yeah. um, our next character is Tommy Mahoney. He uh, has a missing sister. Um, and his meeting with Erica is, is not a smooth one. No. Uh, I don't know how much we can say, but, um, okay, so Erica is a very mm, weird-looking character. She, yeah. She's blonde. She's got a mask on, like a bandana, and the bandana has on, like, teeth. Yeah. And she's not big. She, no. She looks pretty small. Yeah. 
Um, but she does buy weird shit from the store, which yeah, which, which kind of yeah, <laughs> which which uh, yeah, is very suspicious. Yeah, and I th- I think in the book, all these disappearances happen over the course of like um, a couple weeks. Yeah, right? it's been yeah, it's been a minute in the, yeah. in, the in the book before so, she shows up there. Yeah, no spoiler or anything, but if you know if you put two and two together, she's obviously working for somebody. You got the phone yeah. that keeps going off, and then all the disappearances. So she's on her way out there. Um, and then you've got uh, Joe Cavanaugh, who's the uh, the local sheriff. Yeah. And being a sheriff when kids go missing is, is not good. No. <laughs> Especially because it's in a smaller town. This yeah. at least this part of it is, and uh, and yeah, it's you know being a sh- local sheriff in a small town where all the kids are disappearing. Yeah. I mean, any horror movie it doesn't go well for the local sheriff. So right. So this is our first book. Um, you know, I I can't recommend it enough. It's uh, it's excellent. You don't have to know anything about them. It gives you all that stuff there. Yep. Um, just go pick it up. It's, you know, it's probably like what twelve bucks for the trade. I think so. Yeah. Um, and it's a great story. It's so for Boom. This is their number one uh book. Ever. Yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves actually has this book called Berserker. I saw that. That's yes. With Boom. That's doing really well. So Boom is doing. Excellent. Uh, Ross Ritchie, the CEO, follows me on Instagram. Oh, nice. Yeah, so <laughs> take that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so this is one of those books that's kind of transcendent. Like, it's, it, it, I, you know, like you said, it was supposed to be five five issues. Yeah. And then and now they're up to 20. Yeah. Right? It's, so it's it's one of those things that's it's it keeps going because it's good. Yeah. And it, it only gets better. I mean, you've read 15 to my yeah. five. So. <laughs> yeah, it's... And I honestly, that's something I rarely do, especially that late at night. I'll be like, oh, it's time for bed. But, right. man, I just kept going and go. It was so good. Yeah. And so. The only thing that stopped me was the last five on Comixology cost money. Right. And my cheap ass didn't want to spend money that late at night. So oh, I just okay. went to bed. Because <laughs> I could have, it would have run my car and I didn't want to get up. So I was like, I'm going to sleep. Right. So, uh, Something is Killing the Children, Volume 1. It's 148 pages. Uh, it's published May 26th of 2020. So this is going to have, again, it's a trade, so it's going to have those first five issues. Yeah. Uh, you can get it on the Kindle store for two ninety nine. Uh, shit, I paid way more than that. You can get it on Barnes & Noble for two ninety nine. Uh, Google Play Books has it for 17 So uh, typically when I do my uh, digital books, I do Comixology first just because I like to have everything yeah. together. And then uh, Barnes & Noble is actually really good too. So whatever yeah. you want to do. And Amazon and Comixology are like they're the same, they're the same thing. thing. Yeah. So you can you, you just can need your Amazon Comixology yeah. app. So yeah, yeah. Your comics will actually show up in your Kindle app. Yeah, and too. and if you guys aren't sure and you want to see like the art and stuff, Comixology gives you like a three page. Yeah, uh, it's like a like, three to five page preview. Yeah, it's three pages, it. uh, and it, that's not including like this is written by so and so. Yeah, so you'll get to see the artwork. If you don't like the artwork and you don't want to read it. That's okay, I guess. Yeah. But sometimes the story is better than the artwork. This one is perfect all the way around. It's, it's a perfect blend. Um, but Google, uh, if you go to Google and type in "something is killing the children" volume one, they'll give you a thirty-three page preview. So that's like what a third of the book. Yeah. So if you're not comfortable with spending that money, uh, do that. You know. So, or just well, come ask me. I'll buy this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we highly recommend it. It's, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. Or you can just borrow mine. So. Yeah, it's one of those things that you should definitely pick up. Um, it's a very well-paced book. Some of our books are going to be a little bit slower. Yeah. Uh, so perfect case is like The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, the first compendium, first 1,200 pages or whatever it is. Or No, I think that's right. Yeah. So um, 
it's going to be really good. And then it just hits like this wall, right? Yeah. It's like slow as shit. And then sometimes it becomes a chore. There's some books that are a chore and it's worth it. Uh, we'll do our best to tell you which ones are like, fuck, yeah. fuck dude, that was not worth it. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, there's a couple books that I've read that I was like, fuck, dude. But, you know, it is what it, it is. It happens. It happens. Yeah. So definitely pick that up. And if, you know, Kush, I don't know if people can get in touch with us, but if you guys want to read that and tell us what you think. Oh, yeah, they can. So you can tweet us at nerdget1. Yeah. Because it's all under the same thing. Yeah. And we got an email, uh, nerd.get, that's spelled out at gmail.com. Yeah. But Twitter's probably the best way, honestly. Yeah, man. Just if anybody reads it, first of all, I'm going to get a hard on if you listen to what I say and read this. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but um, yeah, tell us what you think. And I'd love to read out what you guys say. And, uh, you know, it, it's all a conversation piece. It, it's really nice to to read a book and be able to connect with somebody else. Yes. And be like, oh, dude, yeah. That over was, that book. It's yeah, you, you share experiences and what you thought of and all that stuff. I, I love yeah. it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's phenomenal. So, um, definitely pick that up, give it a shot or borrow it from one of us. If you know us personally, or yeah, mine's digital, so you can't borrow it. Yeah. Same. Mine is too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you the regular version if you want to borrow it and yeah. you can borrow it. Yeah. And I should clarify Barnes and Noble does a really good job of carrying trades. Yes. Uh, it's like in the manga section. I don't go there because there's weird shit over there. <laughs> but the comic book section. That's a little weird over there. But yeah, Barnes & Noble does an excellent job. Y- you know, are the people that work there going to be able to help you? Eh, probably not. Yeah, um, not yeah, not in terms of comics. Yeah. So if there's a series you love or if there's one that Kosho and I are like, dude, you need the, the tangible one that you can feel yeah. in your hands version, then do that. If you're not quite sure or if it's just like, running on an awesome sale, then go to Comixology or yeah. Barnes & Noble. But, uh, but yeah, again, for like the 20th time, pick that shit up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so, good. Uh, our, nest, our next one, nest, our next one is uh, Why the Last Man, which is probably my favorite uh, book of all time. It's I know it was 60 issues. Yes. Um, it's got one of the craziest twists of all time. Yeah. If you look on any like list, it's always top 10. Yep. Yeah, it's fucking. It's it, that it, one was really good too. Yeah, dude, I got hooked on that one. Yeah, it's fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. So here's the synopsis on it. Um, and uh, let's see here. On July seventeenth, two thousand two, all living mammals with a Y chromosome, including embryos and sperm, simultaneously die, with the exception of a young amateur <laughs> escape artist. I named, love how they threw that in. There. Yeah, named York Brown and his capuchin monkey Ampersand. You know, like the literary. Yeah. You know. So, uh, many women die from disasters caused by the men's deaths, such as plane crashes. Societies plunge into chaos as infrastructures collapse. And the surviving women everywhere try to cope with the loss of the men and the belief that, barring a rapid major scientific breakthrough or other extraordinary happenings, humanity is doomed to extinction. Um, so, and this is obviously... Uh, won awards if you want to yeah. through those. So it won the 2003 National Comics Award for Best Comic, 2008 Eisner Award for Best Continued se- Series, and, two, and in 2009, Volume 10 was nominated for the first Hugo Award for Best, best Graphic Story. Should have won. I don't know yeah. what else is up there. Maybe you'll pull that up. But yeah, uh, I, can, I can pull that up. Yeah, it's got a TV adaptation on Hulu right now and FX, and it's fucking phenomenal. Yes, it's like, really good. Like if you, if you don't want to read the book, that's fine. Watch the damn show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the show is... Uh, uh, the casting is, really is phenomenal. So the one that won that year, Girl Genius Volume 8, Agatha Hedder-Dean and the Chapel of Bones. 
Is that, one that is that like a sex thing? I, I don't know <laughs> what that is. So, look. <laughs> uh, sorry, what were we saying? Yeah, I mean, that's probably one of those that's not considered a, a comic book. Um, and just like a visual novel. Is it an ongoing comic book and series turned web comic? Uh, okay. It's so like a ste- it's like a ste- it's a steampunk comic. Okay. So here's the thing. There's like web comics and that's like their own different thing. Yeah. There's there's one that's like a Greek love story and it's like really quirky and cute. Yeah. Uh, it's targeted towards women, but I dig that shit. It was it was it's really cute. Yeah. Anyway, um but uh, the the F, the TV adaptation is is phenomenal. The casting's yeah, they great. They did a really good job with it. The pacing's great. And I want to clarify: when all the men die, this isn't like a uh, sexist or women is strong story. It's, no, it's about what would happen if all the men die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's essentially a what if. Like, yeah, hey. and it's not pretty. You no. Know? <laughs> and and here's the thing about our main character, York Brown. He is probably the last dude that should be alive. Yes. Like of all the men I mean, on earth, he should not be the one. He's an amateur escape artist. So yeah. that, that should tell you all you need to know. And, and like the first like three minutes of that show, uh, it shows him like struggling to escape yeah. his fucking jacket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 This, I cannot recommend it enough. There's, there's a part that maybe gets a little slow, but it, it's... It's so worth it. Yeah, um, yeah, you, yeah. You bear through the slow part, and what comes after yeah. is it. It doesn't start slow. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. It's actually really quick. It's pretty. I feel like pretty well paced in the beginning. Yeah, like given what happens and the way they do it is is really done really well because yeah. they show different places. And yeah, absolutely. Times and stuff. Um, I mean, who's it written by? Well, I know, but for our readers, our Brian Cave on <laughs> readers, <laughs> uh, who also wrote your favorite. Your favorite series is uh, your it, favorite. It, it could be. I'm not done with it yet, so I haven't proclaimed okay. it as yeah, my did favorite. Yeah, did you make it to the end of it? I'm on seven. Okay, so you're not done yet. No, I picked up the last two. Yeah, you should probably read those. I was talking with Lucas today, and no spoilers or anything. It, shit gets crazy, and then they go on this hiatus. They haven't like it just stops. Okay. So there's a chance it comes back. That's what know. I. That's what I was reading today because I was like, oh, I should probably finish that. That yeah. series off. Yeah, I'm reading through it, so I've got the first compendium. Okay. Compendium. So, uh, he's he's written Spider Man, Captain America, Batman, Green Lantern, uh, season eight of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, Star? that was my favorite one. Like the TV, <laughs> the TV show. Yes. Wow, what a fucking dude. Yeah. Uh, Lost. Yep. Yeah. So you know that uh, that meme. It's like. This motherfucker don't miss. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's him. That's yeah, Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's him. Brian Con- <laughs> K. Vaughn. Yes, yeah. uh, this motherfucker does not miss. Yeah, uh, that's kind of disrespectful. This dude does not miss. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it's penciled uh, by Jasmine Guerra. Yep. Which, uh, dude, what's up with all these writers and artists having these cool last names? Yeah. Guerra means war in Spanish. Oh, so, okay. You know, there's that. Uh, penciled by Goran Suzuka. Yep. Uh, and Paul Chadwick. Uh, who's a storyboarder for Disney and Warner Brothers, you know, all the the good stuff. Yeah. Um, and so the artist never changes on this series. No, it's, yeah, it's the same it's the whole the time. Yeah. Now, the, the coloring is a little bit more old school. Um, yeah. It's not like Dawn Age of the comics or anything like that, but it's... I think it came out in, what, 2003 or something? 2002 uh, to 2008. Yeah. So, and it's a... Um, I mean, it is it is beautiful, but when you look at some of the comics, some of the comics that come out today, 
like Batman Damned, you're literally looking at masterpieces of yes. art. Like the color, it just feels so real. It's beautiful. And and when you get a comic like that, it actually slows you down because you yeah. have to look and be like, holy shit. Because uh, Immortal Hulk is like that too. Yeah. It looks oh, yeah. so amazing yeah. that, yeah, I, I just get sidetracked by looking at the artwork. Yeah. I think we should do an episode on Invincible. But, uh, yes. That was the ar- the artist changes in that, I think. I'm pretty sure. It, either it changes or it gets dramatically better. Um, but anyway, so, um, yeah, Why the Last Man? Uh, who are some of the characters in there? So we got, is, it's Yorick Brown, that's how you say it? Yep, Yorick yeah. Brown. So and he's he's named after a, uh, some, I think it's a Shakespeare yeah, subsi- Yeah, he is. Cause and it's like an irrelevant character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, is, which makes it that much more fun. Yeah. So. so he's a young amateur escape artist who is believed to be the last human male on Earth. Yes. So, and, and uh, like you said, he's probably the last human male that should be left on Earth. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's a he's go- like the, goofy yeah, ass yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, he's like your everyday regular. He's not some super secret agent or anything. He's just a regular yeah. dude. Yeah, he's probably got an average IQ. Yeah, <laughs> um, but what he is is a survivor. And yes, he uh, is very strong willed. Um, you know, he's got his values that he sticks to. Yep. Um. Yeah, which is kind of cool to see because even in that crazy world, he still has certain things like yeah. Hey, I mean, he like, can just no, go around, can, yeah. just you know, he do whatever he wants. But he's corner. like, yeah, yeah he's so, like, no, that's not what you do. Yeah, and then so the next character is Agent Three Fifty Five, um, Yorick's bodyguard who works for the mysterious U.S. government agency. Um, and so here's the thing: like, she works for this agency that yeah. is like well above CIA. It's it's above everything else, right? Yeah, it, it dates back to the American Revolution, yeah. this agency. Yeah, and there's there's several of them and they're all untouchable dude. Like yeah. they're they're unkillable. Um you know, hand combat, weapons, whatever you want. They're yeah. survivors, right? And so um York's mom okay, so in the presidency if the president dies, vice president, vice president, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. His mom ends up being the president of the United States. Was she the president? I thought it was she was vice. Actually, I, I think I got that wrong. She was she was like a senator or something, right? Yeah, yeah. His mom was a senator. Then the secretary, sorry, secretary of agriculture or something became the president. Yeah. But I think she does become, yeah, so she's the senator. I don't know if she becomes vice president or not, but. We'll, re- we'll reread it with yeah. you guys. But, um, I mean, it's been so long since I read this. It's probably been like yeah. four years. But, uh, anyway, so. Uh, Agent 355 is with Yorick to protect him. He's an asset, right? Yeah. To the entire world. There are there are different groups of women. There's, uh, you know, there's feminists, yeah. extreme feminists. Yes. Um, there's those that don't care. There's those that want to reproduce uh, and things like that. So, yeah. Uh, and then there's Ampersand, the, the capuchin monkey, and he's the only other male. So, yes, and, and so when I say everything with a Y chromosome, this is animals. Yeah, whatever. everything with the Y chromosome. Everything. Yeah. So, um, and York Brown has this uh, girlfriend, right? Yes. So she's in Australia, right? Yeah, she's in Australia when all this happens. And uh, he was supposed to be engaged to her, and she goes to Australia for like a, a mission trip. Yeah, it was yeah, it was a mission trip, and uh, shit goes down. And essentially throughout, he's looking for her. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's that. And then there's Dr. Allison Mann. Um, she is, what is, what is she? She is the, uh, so she's a scientist that is trying to 
find the cause of all this. Right. She's and, like a, a geneticist. Yeah. She's that? also like, yeah, she's also looking into cloning and things before everything goes down. That's like, right. what was her main thing. Yeah. And they pretty much shut her shit down before everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because she did like, yeah, really she, advanced. Yeah, and she, I think she like did some stuff behind the scenes, like after, like right before yes. everything happened. Yeah, some frowned upon shit. Yeah, so she they they go and meet up with her so they can you know kind of see why. Yeah. Why is Yorick still alive and this monkey? And yeah. Like trying to figure things out. Yeah. So basically, this story spans the globe. Uh, yeah, literally. They, they go everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking go yes. everywhere. Um, there's uh. There's Israeli, the Israeli government gets involved. Yes. The U.S. government gets involved. There are different, and all throughout his journey, he meets different styles of women. Some yes. that, you know, just want him for his schlong. Yeah. <laughs> there's, uh, you know, there's some that want to help him. Yes. You know? Yeah. And, um. There's some that want to even kill him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's, uh, because there's like that one, um extreme feminist group yeah they're called the amazons right yeah yeah, yeah. and they're pretty pretty intense. they're they're intense yeah so <laughs> they're super intense you know this one's great um i mean just such a good story and like i said that that twist there is is insane i had to reread it you know what i mean yeah oh did we didn't mention her his sister hero brown hero brown yeah oh, i forgot about goodness. her yeah she just, she just canceled the whole podcast we <laughs> suck ass <laughs> yeah he's got an older sister um yeah, and so Hero is uh, he'd be like Rmsa. What was that called? Uh, shit, what's it called? Uh, what? EMT. Oh yeah, yeah, EMT. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she's an EMT. I thought I was confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Wait, she's we were a, both confused. Yeah, she's an EMT. Yeah, and so she um, she's very strong willed. Yes. Um, and she's a survivor. Yep. You know, if she was a dude, she'd be the perfect glass man. Yes. Uh. So and then so it's, her story is takes a different path from theirs, and I mean her story is just as incredible. You know what I mean? She goes through some shit. She doesn't really want to be um, found. Yeah. She, you know, like like we said, York and Hero's uh, mom is a high ranking, you know, U.S. government official. So. Yeah. And like when all this shit goes down, none of them are together. Right. So like. They don't know what's going on, like, cause, I, cause, I mean, it's funny when I was reading it, like, I didn't think of all the stuff that would happen if, you know, every single person with the white chromosome died. Yeah. Like, just the amount of things that just stopped working was insane. Yeah, like power plants, uh, you know. Yeah, cell phones. Justice system. Yeah. And there's there's a ton of high ranking women everywhere. Yeah. But you know, if you lose, maybe not half, but if you lose, let's say half of the population. Yeah. Shit's not going to work. There's going to exactly. be jobs that some women don't know how to do. Yeah. And, and so it just kind of navigates that world, what that world would look like. Yeah. And I think they paint it beautifully. Yes, they do. They do a very good job. With like it. there's, there's not a stone left unturned and it's just, you know, it, it's great. So, um, on Amazon, if you wanted like the hard, uh, the tangible trade again, trade having, you know, five or six issues. Yeah. Uh, on Amazon, it's seventeen ninety nine. You can get it on eBay for four ninety two. Um, you know, whatever you want to find it on, uh, I might have you pull up on Comicsology. Yeah, that, that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, that's where I got all all mine from. Yeah, and again, there's sixty issues of this, um, and they're they're all great. There's there's no filler. So why the last man? 
as the first. Oh, I'm going to need, hold on, give me a second. <laughs> uh, it's got the first four volumes, no, first five volumes on there if you have a Comixology account. Mm. And then after that, each volume is, looks like eight bucks. Okay. And each volume contains about five issues. So, so it's a trade. Right. So you're saying um, they have it as... Uh, when you say Comixology account, you're talking about that monthly thing? Yeah, if you pay five ninety nine for it, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just to clarify, you can get Comixology. What is it called? Plus or some shit? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, Comixology Plus. Or I, I doubt it's that. I feel like it's not that. But anyway. <laughs> it's something like that, but you can get it for five ninety nine a month. Minus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's going to be, what would you say, five ninety nine a month? Yeah. See, I don't do that. Okay. I just... Because that just gives me too much shit to read. Yeah, that's you know true. What I mean, I, so I just purchase mine as I go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you said the first five volumes are free. Yeah, first five volumes are included, and then after that, it's discounted. So normally it's eleven ninety nine, mm-hmm. but if you have the account, they take off. It's eight bucks, but with the account. No fuck, I didn't know they did discounts like yeah. that too. I just pay the price, whatever. I think it's tied to my Amazon account, so was, I don't pay the full five ninety nine. Okay. I don't know. I didn't understand the sign up process at all. I was just like, <laughs> just sign me up. I want to read stuff. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, Wow, that's a hell of a deal. Yeah. Five trades for five nine. Anyway, you might fall down a loophole if you do that. Yeah. But yeah, if you do get the if you do get the Comicsology account, they have a lot of stuff on there that's included. Yeah. And it's they have a whole section of just stuff you could borrow and download to your device. So. Right. Um yeah, and if you're old school or just old as hell, you can go to the library and yeah. on them too. Um but going back to the value of these comics, uh, Why the Last Man is one that I want, like number one graded by the CGC. Um, so basically when they grade it, it comes back to you in this like hardcover plastic slab. Yeah. And it's graded. It'll tell you the condition of it. It'll On the top right, it'll say like uh, when it came out, who wrote it, all this other stuff. They'll put that information, well, the name of the title on the top and the number of the, the issue as well. And when you grade a comic, uh, you can essentially double, sometimes triple the value of it uh, because it's preserved, right? There's yeah. Nothing's going to happen to it. And it looks cool. You can display them, uh, and they'll look great. Um, but this is one that I want uh, to have, to own. And so I was looking, I've actually been looking it up like all week. Um, you know, you can go into eBay and look at the last 30 days completed sales. Yeah. Uh, a graded one for Why the Last Man I saw was like fifteen hundred. Yeah, and then signed thirty five hundred. Jeez. So yeah, it's one of those things. Again, take care of your comics. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, Invincible number one. Uh huh. Like nine point four, not signed, three thousand bucks. Good lord. Yeah. So if you can hang on to some Holy of these. Shit. <laughs> If you can hang on to some of these number ones or, like I said, the key issues, there's there's a lot of money to be made. I mean, I'm not encouraging you to sell them. I'm encouraging you to take care of them, get them graded, and hang on to them, you know. Yes. So, you know, 10 years from now, what's it going to be worth? You know? Yeah, exactly. And I will say your your comics are worth whatever someone's willing to pay. Yeah. So just like stocks or anything else, they're going to be worth more at one point, less at another point. Uh, the the show, I'm sure, helped the value of them. Definitely, yeah. Um, Invincible, absolutely. That shit skyrocketed. Yeah. Every time every time a show, and especially if the show's good, yeah, Yeah. it really... Yeah, I mean, so you, really just, it. you just got to... 
take care of them and hang on to them? Yeah. So, uh, looking it up, just you know, pulling it up on my phone. So, The Walking Dead number one, uh, nine point eight graded white pages and signed on eBay for five thousand ninety eight dollars. Uh, Walking Dead number one, fifteenth anniversary CGC. Uh, it's rated point five. But it's apparently it's super rare. They want ten grand for that. Holy sh! It's rated point five. <laughs> yeah. They want ten grand. <laughs> Good grief! Uh, the Walking Dead number one first appearance of Rick Grimes four thousand dollars. Oh my god! Uh, there's one from Peru, so I guess it's in Spanish two hundred eighty dollars. I thought you were about to say two hundred eighty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, anywhere between two and uh, you know ten grand, I guess. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things. If you get the right story and it takes off and they make a damn show about it, it's, it's going to do really well. So, um, yeah, comics are uh, a beautiful thing. It's very welcoming. It's not toxic in any way. Um, and like I said, the, some of these comic book stores are intimidating, but just go in yeah, or go with us. So, um, It's a really fun thing to do. Yeah, if you get the right story, it's great. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of what we want to do. And, you know, we just want to help people. I mean, yeah. we, we obviously love comics. This is cool for us. And we like to share our passion with you guys. Yeah. Help you help guide you through what's good, you know, what you should steer clear of. Yeah. Not a lot. Yeah, actually. not a lot. I haven't, I haven't experienced anything since I got back into it. So there was one that I read. It was called Black Ketchum. And it was like Western. I was like, we don't really have that many. This is going to be awesome. The art looked great. And the story was a pile of dog shit. <laughs> like, That's always disappointing. It, like, it was it was so bad. I um, want a good Western comic. I feel like I'd enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, you can go Jonah Hex. Yes. Yeah, do the fucked up face. Yeah. Jonah Hex is Western. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we want to kind of do indie comics. Um, yeah, that's what we kind of gravitate towards. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some really good Marvel and DC things. Marvel's got... Um, uh, Planet Hulk. Yes, that was incredible. Phenomenal. Yeah. Maybe we should do an episode on that. Um, Annihilation is really good. I don't yeah. know if you've read that. I have Omnibus. I uh, have not read that. You could probably borrow that yeah. and read it. But, um, you know, DC, we'd need a whole episode on Batman. Yes. Uh, I mean, you got Hush. Yeah, Year One. Year One was, was good. Yeah. Which I think the new movies is it good? is that what it's going to be? Yeah, based they're on out. Of? It's a two part thing. I haven't okay. watched them yet. I've been meaning to. Um, but Batman, you've got the Long Halloween. Oh yeah, that phenomenal. one's good. Uh, Black Mirror was another Black one. Black Mirror was really that good. was really that, good. That's where Dick Grayson's Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's another one where the Joker goes sane. Yes, and he's brilliant. Yeah. Um, oh, the Killing Joke. The Killing Joke is really good. That's where... Mm, I'm not going to leave that spoiler. Yeah. Um, but something happens in The Killing Joke that is still relevant to today. Yes. Um, so it kind of involves Oracle. I think we watched, we watched the animated movie for that together. Yeah. yeah. The only animated movie you should never watch for Batman is Batman Ninja. Yeah, that one don't, was... Don't uh, fucking... Uh, do it that. was like good, and then it just it just became too much at one point. Yeah, it was like... It was super Weibo. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Pain, painfully Weibo. Yeah. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, cool. It's not racist or anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2021. Yeah. I gotta be careful in this bitch. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many. Like, I can pull up my 
comicsology thing and you know like right now i've got the court of owls open oh that one's so good you know so um you know there's there's just so many good good stories um especially batman yeah uh, batman's got some good good stuff yeah so um there's a lot of great ones uh x-men have some really good ones too days of future past yes um so there's a ton of really good like superhero um runs yeah like hell on earth was a good one. Oh, that one was really good yeah, yeah i forgot about Superman that one finally gets his ass beat yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh the dark knight uh, yes that one's phenomenal the dark knight returns the dark knight returns Those yeah is good and so damn i mean we could we could probably do like a 24-hour podcast yeah dark knight returns batman's old old as shit yes and uh he's kind of forced to come out of retirement yeah and shit goes down it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. And these are ones that you can read over and over again, and they're classics. Yeah. Um, you know, so the new um, Batman movie with, uh, what's his face? Robert Pattinson. Yes. I think he's going to fucking kill it. Yes. That looks fantastic. But that's supposed to be based like on year one, year two. Yeah. Deal. So it, it's going to be great. Um, but yeah, for our first episode, we just kind of wanted to give you two surefire uh, comics that are relevant right yes. now. Like, Something is killing the children is on fire. Right yeah, now. they can't. Miss. And it's just it's just gonna be better. Yeah, they they don't miss. Like for example, the first issue sold out, which is probably why they're so high. There's probably not. It's probably yeah. Like, you probably can't find yeah the number one anywhere. Um, and then so apparently issue eleven sold more than the first one. Like they're just out here breaking records. Yeah. Shit, so and, and having I, read issue eleven, I can see why. Fucking a. <laughs> yeah, he read that. He wasn't. Well, he wasn't not supposed to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then so back to that thing, like why or why the last man? I did find number one at the fan expo. Oh yeah. It wasn't graded, it was just in its bag and board. So when I say bag and board, it's a plastic sleeve with a cardboard back. Yes. This protects your comics and they're like what, a dollar? Yeah, they're not very much. And something I learned yesterday, you probably already knew this. Mm-hmm. Make sure the shiny side is touching your comic. Yeah. Not the other side. Right. So, of the board, I mean. Yeah. And so those protector comics, and there was uh, there was one there, and I asked him how much he wanted for it. He's like, eh, you can give me 400 for it. Like, Fuck, dude. Like, I yeah. make a lot. Yeah. But my wife would kill me. Yeah, they'd that's make, a lot. They'd yeah. make a graphic novel about how I got killed. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, again, look, I'm not telling you they're safer than stocks, but some of this shit yeah. just the value just skyrockets. Um, so find what you like. Uh, if you guys have suggestions for comics for us to read, let us know. Yeah. You know, all two of our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. How many ever are out there? Yeah. yeah. I don't know how many we have. But, yeah. Um, you we know. probably have a good, like, well, I guess it depends on who's going to listen to it when we release it. Yeah. It's fine either yeah, way. Probably it's, a good 30 to 60 at least. That's uh, one of those things, like if a podcast takes off. Yeah. And you listen to episode one, it'll, it, this will still be relevant. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, comics are great. It's hard to get into. I understand that. Um, but yeah, but there's a lot of resources out there, resources out there to help you get into yeah. it. So yeah, hopefully we'll be number one on that. Yeah. List. But, uh, that's That'd be what the we're goal here for. That's our goal. Uh, if you can tell we're, we're passionate about it. We love this stuff. And, uh, again, 
Anybody that gives me a suggestion, I'm going to read it. Yeah. But at the same time, if you tell me I don't like it, I'm be like, dude, that was trash. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'll be upfront about yeah. it, too. Be like, ah, we read that. It wasn't yeah. very good. Yeah, Koshal would be like, uh, yeah. I'd be like, nah, dude. Yeah, he'll, he'll tell you straight up. I'll kind of try to sugarcoat it, but Eric will be like, yeah, that was shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was actual dog shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this is a solid first uh, episode. I think, I think it's so. about an hour. Yeah, something like that. It feels too short. I feel like we should have done more comments. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's a perfect length, honestly. Yeah. So, but, hopefully, uh, you listen to this on your way to work and yeah. then on your way home. Yeah. Uh, or during work, if you're allowed to do that. Yeah, and if I said dumb shit and you heard it, that's on Koshal. He <laughs> should have edited it. Yeah. Edited it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know how to close these things out. So, oh, yeah, uh, guys. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for the support. Um, you can find, so we're releasing every Friday morning. Every other Friday morning at first. We may uh, we may increase it to every week. We'll see. That's some lofty expectations. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I say a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. I don't know if you have enough time to edit all of this. I think so. I'll, I'll figure it out. Don't <laughs> worry. The other one, we say a bunch of dumb shit, too. We get it figured out. <laughs> so every fr- every other Friday morning at 8 a.m., We'll release um, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. It'll be under the Nerd Get. So if you if you're subscribed to the Nerd Get Podcast, it'll show up on that. So so real quick, what is how do you spell Anchor? Just like a- like like a bone Anchor, A N C H R. Okay, they're not hipster shit. Yeah, it's not no, A-N-C-H-R. it's Anchor.fm. That that has every that's our distributor. Yeah. So like everything goes out. So if you go to there, it'll say all the because we're on a bunch of different platforms through Anchor. So yeah, but the big ones: Spotify, Google, Apple. Um, and then you can find us on Twitter at NerdGit1. And then you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Koshposh. You got yeah. anything you want to promote? I'll wait a couple of episodes All before right. I decide. If there I'm you gonna. go. So <laughs> <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.